Welcome to the Geo and Jones After Party on Play.it. Here are Andrew Bogish, Mike Baseglia, and Pete Bellotti. Welcome to my house. Play that music too loud. Show me what you do now. Welcome to the latest edition of the last after party you ever want to be at. It is the Geo and Jones after party with me, Bogish. That's Pete Bellotti, and that is Mike Biseglia, the three guys that are not Geo or Jones of the Geo and Jones radio show on CBS Sports Radio at CBSSportsRadio.com and through the Radio.com app. Another week to wrap up the show uh, and to let you know more about us because we know how badly. You want to know more about us. Pete, it is very good to see you today. Hi. Hi. Um, Mike, it is strange to see you here today because (laughs) I thought you were a good little Jewish boy. But no, on the Day of Atonement, you are adding to the list of things that you need to atone for at some point in the future by by being here today and not fasting. Uh, My job's more important, I guess. Than, Than... prosperity yeah i just in your belief system i don't know the thought of going to temple the thought of going to temple in the morning putting on a suit seemed more aggravating than going to work is there judgment from anyone in the biseglia clan maybe in the past but at this point eh, not really no one cares does that mean you've done this before that is correct yes i have done this before now how now how were you at a point where you did the proper Jewish thing and go to temple? Oh, yeah, it was bar mitzvah. I did the whole uh, bar mitzvah thing, and then I went to temple on Yom Yom Kippur for a bit. I started to get out of habit end of college towards the Charlottesville days. Mm -hmm. Not as many Jews in Virginia for me, (laughs) Um, and I just started to get some bad habits with that, and I have taken them here back home to the metropolitan area. Now, is part of the reason why you're here just your fear of, like, missing something? Would you ever feel comfortable to actually take this day I off? I would have, actually, yes. I Like I said before, it was more about getting up at 2.30 in the morning and working all day seemed like a better alternative than going to temple. Well, I'm, I'm impressed either way because as a, as a Catholic, I can't even bring myself to not eat meat for like the four Fridays of of Lent, that, that's that's <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I'm not I'm not necessarily judging you, and yeah. I and I'm just impressed by the commitment for people who actually can accomplish this. I there are very few things that I could go at 24 hours without food and drink and f- for yeah. that's that's some willpower, I tell you. Right, and my sins are not one of them. Like I'll take my <laughs> chances down the road with forgiveness, and you there know, is a long list of those. Yeah, I mean, if, if I gotta save my kids or save my job or like it's to raise money for a cause, let's try it. Um, but if it, the hope is that I get forgiveness and can start acting like a dope again tomorrow because I spent the last 24 hours not acting like a dope and saying sorry, then I'm probably gonna go to work and have a have yeah, lunch. I've done it before. I've fasted for the 24 hours. It's not fun. It sucks. But you can't. I don't want to get into a whole religious philosophy on this podcast. Now I have a question. But you can't. But I mean, it doesn't make someone a good Jew or bad Jew. It no. Just, it just didn't eat. Well, no, I, I, I always thought, like, in the in the Catholic religion, my father always said this, too. I, I We think that, and I think we all kind of think this, Jesus knows if you've been a good person or a bad right, person. Right, just like Santa just, does. Right, right. Santa knows if I've been a good person or a bad person. They bring me all my wrestling shirts every Christmas. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the, you know, the, the people that need to know, they know if you're good or bad. 
So I, I don't think uh, you actually exercising your will right. will affect you in the afterlife. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you know I haven't talked to God lately. We've been uh, off base a little bit, but I'm sure he thinks I'm cool. Don't tell Greg that. No, that'll be the 740 segment tomorrow. Yeah. No, I, I, <laughs> Do you God try to speak to God? You know, it's more of a Tuesday thing. Mm. No, I don't. I uh, I don't. You know, I'm, I'm religious. I'm. You know, when you're when you're a Jew, it's just it's more of a cultural thing. It's more of a cultural thing. Will you go to temple um, for what's next? Hanukkah. You don't go to temple for Hanukkah at all. Really. Never. Hanukkah's not a big holiday. Hanukkah was created. Oh no, it wasn't created. Hanukkah has been. Um, sort of embellished and has become a bigger holiday than it is to match because Christmas. It, to match Christmas. But if you were to just put them in the order of what's important, Yom Kippur is on par with the Christmas, with the Easter. Right. Hanukkah is fourth or fifth down the line. Well, on behalf of the Catholic Church, and I feel comfortable speaking for it, I want to apologize uh, that since we bastardized Christmas, it led to you bastardizing Hanukkah. Yeah, no, it's cool. We got <laughs> gifts. So it was good. worth it. My friend Josh Nathel was younger. He got a... About the curse, he got a Nintendo. Really? Got, I was about to curse again. I got an effing erasers, you know, and like stupid gifts. But this this schmuck got like a Nintendo one year. Like I, the rich. I, I kid. think that's why you don't go to temple is because you're holding that bitterness <laughs> from not getting a Nintendo. I don't go to temple because I'm lazy. That's the complete reason. I don't go to temple because I'm going to sit there for two hours and listen to somebody say Hebrew that I don't understand, so I can then feel like I was a good Jew. I'd rather be a good person. Now does Mrs. Baseglia, a good husband. Who, now does Mrs. Baseglia, who is not Jewish, yeah, yeah, yeah. Does she, if you have to go to temple, does she go? I've with dragged you? her before. Oh yeah, yeah. Now what happens when it's time to make little Baseglias? Because you are what your mom is, and since she's not Jewish, we have come up with an answer. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to hear? I do. do yes. Very much. This so. is breaking news. We, I, we gotta make sure we're her and this. I, her and I have decided mm-hmm. that we will keep our religion aspects in the cultural feel. So we'll do all the holidays and we'll have fun with everything. But we will not pound the religious air quote aspect into our kids with certain obligations for, um, you know, bar mitzvahs or baptisms. There won't be any of that, but there will be the Christmases. There will be the Easter's. There will be the Hanukkah's and there will be the fun festive side of it. And then our kids can make the choice from there. Bogus, I like that idea because it gives the yeah right. It gives the, your children a or child a choice right. just to do whatever he wants. You know, he may not or want she to, he or she they, <laughs> they may not they may not want to be religious and may want to be an atheist. Who knows? Okay, but when will they make this decision, and how will they make it if they have not been exposed to any of the, they will the be actual exposed. religious aspects? They're both, of they're getting both. Yeah, they get them both. No, 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 no. Celebrating Christmas is not being exposed to Christianity, and going and getting a gift on Hanukkah is not being exposed to Judaism. Like, to decide if you want to be religious, you need to know what either one of those ideas encompasses. I, I just think you need to watch Seinfeld and Festivus for the rest of us. For, for, I, I just think there's no reason to go one way or the other. There's just no reason. It'll, it, it just... It will create too much crap. I think what you need to do is make a kids. So we have to decide this on the fly. That's yeah. your assignment for for next week. To make a kid, well, start making a kid. The effort making one. You have homework, oh, so that's... I can influence its religious future. After the meal I just ate that we had for lunch, I don't think I could do that for two weeks. I can barely move. <laughs> Jeez. I went to the uh, buffet at Essen. I don't, the thought of sex right now. For those of you not on the lower west side of Manhattan, sorry, good point. Essen is like just a little a buffet, buffet of. 
deli thing. Bowl. Place that's cold open. And I just can't, I can't, oh, my stomach hurts. Yeah, sex is not on my agenda right now. My thought process right now is to get through this podcast, continue to babble about religion, mm. and then get in the car, and it is just going to be a gas fest. All right. Well, on that note, let's switch gears uh, <laughs> away the from the Almighty. Yeah. Um, and let's Love dis- you, God. <laughs> let's discuss our good friend Doug Gottlieb. Now, those of you who are familiar <laughs> with CBS Sports Radio already know this. For those of you who are not, um, all of the shows end up coming through a studio here in Manhattan, in New York, mm. studio space share that we share with WFAN Radio in New York. And most of the hosts are here in New York, especially during the day, including Doug Gottlieb. And since Doug is here, and Doug's show, as some of you know, is on CBS Sports Network TV, the studio is decorated to be on television for Doug Gottlieb. So there's a lot of Doug Gottlieb memorabilia in the studio that we work out of that Brandon Tierney and Tiki Barber work out of, that Amy Lawrence, Scott Farrell, whomever work out of. So among that memorabilia is a small trophy, a black marble base, a, a crystal-like basketball. Yeah, it looks like the Larry O'Brien trophy. Yeah, I guess. And the, and the little nameplate at the bottom just says Doug Gottlieb. It doesn't say like some made-up like three-on-three tournament. It's, just, it's a completely fake trophy. For the studio. For the studio that they didn't even try to come up with a catchy title for. They just wrote Doug Gottlieb on it. So... Um, our fearless leader, Greg Giannotti, found the trophy, decided it was time to take some shots at Doug uh, and the Doug Gottlieb show. And we have decided to hand out the Doug Gottlieb trophy to the person who makes the worst joke on the show. I don't know why that has anything to do with Doug, but that's the reason behind, that is the the spirit of the Doug Gottlieb award. Well, I think it's because his jokes can be corny. Oh, there is a direct that, connection to Doug. I didn't realize that. That's the direct connection. You said it, not me. Uh, so here is, this is... Nice um, editing. Yeah, this is the the first time, and this is a very organic, out-of-nowhere thing that just happened, but the very first time that the Doug Gottlieb Award was handed out on Gio and Jones. All I had a that. yogiism for you. Okay, we usually don't tune you out while we're tuning you out. Hmm. <laughs> you get the award. <laughs> First one. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. It's the first ever Doug Gottlieb Award <laughs> for the corniest joke of the week. Let me tape this. This should go down in history. <clears throat> Tell, let me know when you're ready, Vogish. Go ahead, Greg. <laughs> I present Brian Jones <laughs> with the first ever Doug Gottlieb Award. What does it represent? Whoever has the corniest joke. Of the week gets the trophy. Bogus. See, it says Doug right on there. Doug Gottlieb right on there. So for just your says Doug Gottlieb. That's it. Yeah, just, just Doug Gottlieb. Just Doug Gottlieb. So you get the award for your. We don't tune you out when we're tuning you out. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. This is the Gio and Jones After Party with update anchor Andrew, executive producer Mike, and technical director Pete. So I just got to say, first of all, that Brian's anger in that situation <laughs> was real. I don't know why he was so offended to be so honored. You know, when, when, when Brian gets really angry. Yeah. He doesn't scream. Gets he doesn't quiet. Yell. He gets quiet. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's very quiet. Very quiet. And, and you could tell he was he was did not want to be the recipient of this prestigious honor. And I don't understand 
the thing he gets angry about. I mean, this is a guy that we make like adultery jokes about and like (laughs) and partying too much and being irresponsible and coming to work drunk and like they didn't know his dad and his dog got killed in his front yard. Right. Like those are the heavy jokes we make. Right. We say he's not funny and he just won't talk to us. Mm. How does that happen? Well, let's backtrack. That's actually less rational than Pete. Which is a remarkable accomplishment. That, 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 that is a real <laughs> remarkable accomplishment because no one can figure me out. Well, except though, it, on the flip side, it's kind of easy. You're just mad at everything. No, I'm not mad at everything. I just have a, a way of just handling things. Like That ha- helps my mind. Are you ready to uh, veer off to a different topic here, Bogus? No, you if you want to like, follow up. No, it's no, all you. It's all me? All right. So um, I, I think this is somehow connected um, by the way, good luck to all of us that at some point soon we all win our own Gottlieb Award because it really is an honor I'll and pass. a Thank career you. defining I'm achievement. I'm sure we'll all of us will find a way. I'm sure everyone in this room absolutely will. Uh, also, okay, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna just give one last comment on the on the Brian thing. Mm. Uh, Pete is correct. When he gets upset, he gets quiet. And I just think there are some sensitivity issues with BJ that there's things that sort of tick him off that he's sensitive about that bother him. And one of them is being Accused of not being funny? I guess. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, so also on the show this week, uh, we played a version of a very popular game. However, however, Brian had never heard of this game before. Yeah, never heard of it. All right, I'm going to say it one time. I think that's safe. The game is called F, Marry, Kill. You can guess what F is. Then you've got marry. Then you've got kill. And the, ch- and the game basically is you get three choices. and You need to pick... This you need to assign game. one of those verbs to the three people. So, Brian had no idea how to play this game, which reminded me, as I told Mike before, Pete, you don't know this. this Pete, is... Peter Schwartz, who is the update anchor during After Hours, is that what it's called now? I, f- I forget. I apologize, Amy Lawrence. The After Hours show. The After Hours, whatever it's called. They, the other day, for some reason, decided to play rock, paper, scissors for something. And Peter didn't know what that meant. <laughs> what? How is that, that possible? You cannot. I don't know. No. no That's no, not I mean, possible. That's like not knowing who Bugs Bunny is. We exactly. On, we get on Peter Schwartz for a lot of things. But that, I think, is the most egregious. You I can, agree. You can, be, you can eat or not eat as much as you want or not as much as you want or or do things that we wouldn't do or go to wrestling matches like me. Yeah, keep defending yourself right. for that. Yeah. No, but I'm just saying. <laughs> throwing that out there. It, it, you you should be able to know that it's like heads up seven up that and and rock paper scissors you played those in in elementary school heads up seven up I don't know what that you is. don't know what that is is I that don't. when you put your head on the desk yes, and your and thumb you is thumb up? up okay I remember that but that's not as is that rock what I paper scissors it? a little different I remember heads up seven up but ro- all right rock, is that what you called it though yeah sounds like right I have no idea that's what you called it up called it I don't know if I called it that, that must anyway be a Levittown thing but yeah. so yeah he I, I think. In, in, if I'm remembering correctly, he had heard the term rock, paper, scissors before, knew it was a game, had no idea what to do with it. I did I, nothing. If this was me, I wouldn't have told him what it was and then played him <laughs> games like <laughs> he that. He made, made him lose. <laughs> it made him lose. <laughs> um, so we played this game, a version of it, during the show um, with three NFL quarterbacks. And it was, who do you want to start? Who do you want to... Who who Cut. would you start? Who would you want your daughter to marry? Right, that's what and it was. who would you punch? Okay, so we're gonna play the original version. You guys can make up your own verb for the dicey one. 
Uh, but I've constructed a couple of groups of three here. Oh, fun. And I will give them to you, and you can tell me who you would prefer to. Do you have an Mm-mm. answer? Do you have an answer, too, for these? Marry and kill. Uh, yeah. I mean, we can go around the room and so, argue back and so forth. So, wait, what are the three options so that we're I, doing? So, I've got four groups of three. Who wants to go first here? So, it's it's uh, F? Marry and kill. The traditional way. Oh, traditional. Yes. Okay. I wasn't listening. All right. So, Pete, you're going to go first. Your first threesome that you have to assign one of those three distinctions to Beginning with Mike Diaz, who is one of, who was our lead tape. He's going to get us in what, trouble. No, 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 no. What are we doing here? Mike Diaz, <laughs> Tom D. Benedetto, who is the producer of Amy Lawrence's show, <laughs> and Richard Ackerman, You're he of fired, the bro. Ion Football Series and <laughs> updates Thursday and Friday. Wait a minute. What? what? <laughs> oh man. Wait a minute. We're playing the one we the game we played this morning. I mean, the game is always the, the game is the same. You're just you're changing the verbs. You're changing the action. On, so again, you've got Diaz, Diaz, D Benedetto, and Ackerman. Oh, All right. I mean, come on. You don't need to write down the first one. Everyone's gonna kill Ack. Come on. Right. All right. That that that. And everyone be, else will thank like, you that, for that's it. That's like breathing. So of <laughs> course that all. So now your question okay. is: You're gonna marry or kill Diaz and D Benedetto? I mean, marry or. <laughs> I know Diaz and D-Benedetto. I'm not mine. answering. It's easy, right? <laughs> I'd marry Diaz. Exactly. <laughs> we play a lot of Nintendo. Well, he's stable. And he would take care of you. He's a gentleman. I, yeah, he's great. He's stable, wears nice uh, clothes yeah. on Friday. He's a God-fearing man. Yes. And I guess he would just good fight audio? the bullet and By deal default. with D-Benedetto yeah, have seven exactly. minutes of whatever. <laughs> he cuts good audio? <laughs> All right, Mikey, you ready for yours? Oh. All right. Here that was mine. Here are your three choices. <laughs> yeah. Anthony Pierno, oh, who handles tape for <laughs> yeah. us in the morning when Mike Diaz is not in. And voiceovers. And voiceovers, that's right. Uh, Tom DeCelestino, who is attached to the Gottlieb and Rome programs. Okay. And Peter Schwartz. Oh, okay. That's terrible. I, I got it. Three very good guys. Uh, um... <laughs> <laughs> this is a good one. <laughs> I would, um, uh, sorry, Schwartz, I'd kill you. <laughs> um, on this day, you would ki- you would kill him. Uh, Pierre, crime. Uh, Pierno and I, we just we I'd do Pierno. <laughs> figure it out. So you're I'm married, Nasa. <laughs> And I'd marry Diesel. And you're married Diesel. Yeah, I mean, him right. and I are like a married couple sometimes, the way we speak to each other, and right. him and I work together for a while. Um, I know we might get into pissing matches back and forth, mm-hmm. but yeah, that, we would be married. All right, so here then, here's my uh, my group. Update extraordinaire, Jay Berman. Adam Gracia, who is also attached to the Roman Gottlieb programs, and then the producer of the Tiki and Tierney program, Mike Santer. <laughs> Okay. I just kill them all. <laughs> sad, sad. With, with Ack and Schwartz bones. Um, this one's actually tough. Now, I think... Uh, I don't even know how to accomplish this. You wrote it. I wrote it, and I never even thought about what like my answer would be. I how you write yours. I wrote all of them. And I, I, did it, I, I thought I did it very honestly. I, put, I, I just put a couple of names at the top. They're all bizarre, dude. Yeah. <laughs> what do you, it's all so, weird. Uh, <laughs> I actually just had a valid thought about who I would like. You have to. How can no, you not? I like to. Ar- I'd, I'd like to arrive at that one by default. Like going back to Pete's. Oh, I like, went the opposite way in the process. No, see, like act easy kill. 
Diaz. I want to marry. I'd marry Diaz. <laughs> Done. I'd and then find Di Benedetto. See, I'd marry. I, don't, Di- I, don't I wanna, had like, no problem marrying. Sign up enthusiastically. <laughs> I'd marry Diaz regardless. <laughs> the, the thought sounded kind of nice. I think I'd have a good life with the guy. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you wouldn't have to worry about bills. So yeah, I think sounds take care great. Of that. He would be a good wife, Diaz. Congrats to his parents for that. Um, you know what? I'm going to save my rationale and kill Berman. That's Ma- a third update anchor to be asked. They're all dying. Um, on air I'm going to marry Gracia yeah. and spend a night with Samter. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now here's one for the group. Last one. Spend a night with Samter. That'd be some freaky. <laughs> all right. Here's the last one. Uh, the producer of the Doug Gottlieb show, Adam Klug. Fill in. Board op, technical director extraordinaire, Stu Kovacs, and the producer of the Damon and Mendelara show, Sean Marash. <laughs> well, mm. I, for me, the, the kill one is easy. Should we all say the name at the same time? Yes. Three, two, and one. <laughs> Everyone afraid? We know who it is. Move along. All right. <laughs> hey, Cloak. It's Cloak. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then I think you have to marry Stu for similar reasons to Diaz. Good person. Now the good guy, uh, not always in a good mood, would take care of you. Organized, exactly. Always on time. There's two. There's two reasons I'm debating this. Mirage would entertain you for your life. I think Mirage would be a lot of fun to spend the rest of your life with. He would you be know? entertaining. Like I think he'd be fun. I don't know if I'd want to have sex with Stu. You know that that that's that's a problem for me. <laughs> But the good thing is, you could control Stu, not in the bed part, but like if we were married, yes. like I could tell Stu what to do, uh-huh. he'd be my bitch. And he would just go, yes, sure. And that'd be cool. So I think that, jeez. Oh, I like how you try to put rationale behind this. This is not rational no, this... thought at all. Oh, man. Sex with Mirage. This, this is tough. Weird. I know. This is tough. This one's tough. I, I think I made four good groups. Ugh. Just had a... The whole thing in my head. I think I did a good job with this. This took care of my lunch. I'll tell you that much. Now, we ate beforehand on Um, purpose. I'd marry Stuart. You're Um, still on this? And I'd bang Morash. Yeah, I think that's the way it would have to go. I think think we're good on that. Yeah. What a great one. That was my favorite of all of them. You like that one? Yeah. I like the, yeah, I guess, because the act one was too easy. I couldn't, I mean, being married to Klug would be a problem. That'd be tough. (laughs) Yeah. That'd be a tough marriage. That <laughs> tough for you. I'm Klugen. still thinking about Diaz. I mean, this time, I... <laughs> Do you want me to call him for you? Him and I always try to hang out, but just the hours don't work. Play this tape for him tomorrow. Yeah, he will feel. He will not at all feel awkward over this. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, thanks, so guys. Are we done with what might be our last podcast? <laughs> uh, yes. I feel that was an appropriate topic. It's uh, not my... No. It, no. It's not, how is it inappropriate? I think the only part that was inappropriate was talking about people at work you'd kill. Yeah, but it's theoretical kill. Okay. I mean, like, yeah, hooking up with someone at work, whatever. It's a game. There's nothing wrong with that. For the most part, the people that we killed, we don't actually want to kill. Right. This is all just, you know, hypothetical. But but this, you got that wrong. This will be our last podcast. It's not might. No, we're not going to get dropped by this. The play.it police are not going to come get rid of us. Come on. I mean, someone listened. That's a good point. Right. It's a good point. Yeah, so. What Listen, a way you to go. drive that traffic to the to play.i. I actually heard somebody say play.it the other day. And I'm like, I think it's play.it. It's play.it. And that's why it's play.it. 
so good new podcast I played it. on it. Yeah, uh, like was, this one. Like this one. I know uh, my. Uh, I know the um, former wrestler Taz has a has a podcast. No way. You know, it's good to hear from Taz. Yes. I was wondering where Taz was. Taz. No, I wasn't. I think he does it out of here. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know he existed. I think he does it out of here. Does he really? Yeah, yeah. The good next guy, time he's here, point him out. He's to actually me and under say, the desk right now. This is Taz, servicing all of us. Why doesn't Taz work anymore? Well, I don't, or I don't wrestle? Know. I'm not sure. Is he injured? No. Well, he's actually a retired wrestler. He was on doing commentary for a promotion. Ah, I see. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I, it seemed <laughs> like it was a choice. Well, best of luck to the Taz podcast. Uh, and if this his one's... ratings have doubled ours, he gets eight or four. It's <laughs> double figures. Um, all right. If we're allowed to be back next week, we'll be back next week. Don't forget the Geo and Jones radio show. Three hours uh, of them, a couple of minutes of us, Monday through Friday, on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate or CBSSportsRadio.com or the Radio.com app. Uh, all of our podcasts. Um, our archive at play.it and on iTunes as well. So if you love this one, it's the first one you've heard, uh, go back and see what got us to today. Diaz. Except for one week. Call me. Diaz. <laughs> Act, don't call me. Oh, uh, yeah. Never call us. Never, ever, ever. All right. For, for Pete, from Mike, I'm Andrew. Have a tremendous week. Uh, the two of these guys will see you next week. I will be off in Colorado. A little family vacation. So for the second time, you guys do a podcast without me. I got an ISDN set up for all set. Even better. That's great news. Uh, so until then, we'll see you back here soon on the after party. Uh, welcome to my-